0: It is Wednesday, September 6th. I'm Scott And, and I'm
1: A.J. Hoffman. The Chiefs with an injury scare. And a massive day for Jose Altuve. Here comes the Vegas Truth. This is Straight out of Vegas. Give me a
0: number, we are straight out of Vegas AM, your daily destination for sports conversation with a Vegas lean. Here's what you need to know to start your day.
1: Travis Kelsey's status in doubt after a practice injury. Colorado into the top 25. And Jose Altuve goes deep thrice. What is the Vegas lead, Scott? We gotta talk about this injury scare. Uh Travis
0: Kelsey, the report came out early on Tuesday that he went down in practice after hyper-extending his knee and his status for Thursday's kickoff game against the Lions is in doubt. Now, the Chiefs have said later in the day, yesterday, that he's got inflammation in his knee. They're going to send him for tests again today, but based on the initial examination, they believe that the ACL is intact.
1: Yeah, this doesn't sound ideal when you play the early game on the Thursday night game, and this is happening on Tuesday. Not exactly the best case scenario for the Chiefs, especially when you know you're looking at Noah Gray or mm-hmm. Blake Bell, guys who are uh, less. Bell's basically a like he's a, a runner for the most part. Like he'd line him up at goal line and bash him in there. Uh, Noah Gray just super inexperienced. Travis Kelsey's like he's the key guy on their offense. Mm-hmm. Like he's the most important tight end in the league. He's maybe the most important weapon for a, a, a passer to the team because the wide receivers on this on this Chiefs team are not very good. So Mahomes relies heavily on him. This is a big loss if he's out, and the line has moved accordingly.
2: Yeah, it moved to four and a half currently at Westgate. They're a little bit off the market, but five is the current consensus. It was six and a half, so point and a half value. For Travis Kelsey, maybe the most valuable talent position player in the league. Let's hear from head coach
0: Andy Reid.
3: As far as injuries go, uh, Kelsey hyperextended his knee today, so uh, we'll just see how he does um, going forward. Uh, good day of practice. before this challenge of playing the Lions. they got a good football team, and our guys have had a good week of prep, and um, we're looking forward, like I said, to the challenge of playing a good football team. So that time's yours. Andy you-
1: is there any idea as to Kelseys status
3: or- No. No. They're just they're looking at it now, so I just you know just see how it goes.
1: Any other possible designations you see or do you think most guys will be available Thursday?
3: Yeah, I think most guys are, are there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Could they just come to the week? At a good week, yep. Do you expect all those injured guys on your list? Uh, you see- I'll tell you what with the injuries. I'll give them to you tomorrow. Our game day, and I'll, I I can't say it. everybody's good to go. I'll, you'll see the axe the when we get there.
0: All right, so a couple of things there. One, he seems really nonchalant when talking about Travis Kelsey, which makes me believe that he's not too worried or that he's just a veteran coach and is not letting on, you know. He doesn't the, want to show his hand. Exactly, he doesn't want to show his hand. And also, he did say Kadarius had a good week, so that means Kadarius, Tony, they're – presumed number one wide receiver, is going to be a full go for this game.
1: Wow. Kadarius Tony, your presumed number one wide receiver. That's how important Travis Kelsey is. If, if anything says Travis Kelsey is very important, it's that. Kadarius Tony, presumed number one wide receiver.
0: So here's what we know. Patrick Mahomes has played two NFL games without Travis Kelsey. One regular season finale of his rookie season didn't play. Okay. Right. The starters didn't play. He wasn't even the starter. That was his first start, right? Yeah. And Alex Smith was the QB one there. The other, December 26th, 2021, against Pittsburgh. Chiefs won that game 36 to 10. Patrick Mahomes, 258 passing yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. And you're saying, well, they still had like the cheetah, right? Yeah. In that game, Tyreek Hill had two catches for 19 yards.
1: Okay. Who did the
0: damage? Byron Pringle. Six catches, 75 yards, two touchdowns.
1: Well, maybe he'll suit up. No, not on the team. Hmm. <laughs> well, maybe, hey, maybe Kadarius Tony fills that role. It's, that'll be interesting to see.
2: So, DraftKings has some receiver props up. Tony, maybe because of the uncertainty, is not one of them. Who do you think is the highest over under of any Chiefs player? Obviously, Kelsey's off the board. I'm guessing it's Mar- Sky Mar- Moore. Marquez,
0: Marquez Valdez Scantling.
2: Very close. AJ gets the correct answer. Oh. 45 and a half. Scantling's at 40 and a half. Wow, the top Wait, receiver, 45, 45 the, is yeah. the number one guy. I
0: bet you once Tony is listed as playing, they'll post him at like 79 and a half or something. Like they'll, I think 79
2: and a half is behind. Did he have that in any game last year? I don't think he did.
0: <laughs> but they'll post him New as – especially, especially if Kelsey's out and Tony is in, they're going to post Tony's stats as the number one wide receiver. I'm guessing
1: stats. because to, I'm guessing that won't be the case because he hasn't been practicing. I'm guessing week one Sky Moore will end up having the highest total.
0: Last year, his highest reception total: four catches, seventy-one yards.
1: Oh, yeah! Give me that half. and a half. I'll go under. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I hope they post that.
2: So do we like more over at forty-five or Scantling over at forty? I mean, someone's got to catch some of these balls. Yeah. I'll, t-
0: I'll tell you who I like. Give me the prop. Do we have all the receiver props out?
2: Uh, they don't have them all listed. I mean, they have they have who they have. They don't have Tony. They don't have Kelsey, obviously. Okay,
0: Justin Ross. That's the guy off the board Justin currently at DraftKings. Justin Ross, that's the guy. Made up person, because it's always going to be <laughs> like be a low number. It's <laughs> going to be like the 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 third or fourth string guy that gets some looks during practice that no one thinks about that shows some flashes. It's going to be him, and I bet you Isaiah Pacheco gets a lot of receptions. So Does or, he play
2: for the Chiefs though? Is he on the <laughs> roster?
0: Yes. Are okay, Noah Gray great.
1: or uh, or Blake Bell are they uh, listed? Uh, you know, with with Kelsey out, maybe it's one of the backup tight ends get some run. Neither are listed right now. Eh, who knows? And obviously, this can change. But by Thursday, I'm sure they'll have a full menu up over there at DraftKings and, and all over the place. So that wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, elsewhere in Chiefs news, the uh, Chris Jones saga continues. Um, Diana Russini of the Athletic reported yesterday that she was told that. The team is planning as if he will not be at Arrowhead Stadium on Thursday. I would agree with that. Looking for a contract that will pay him $30 million annually, as his current contract's average per year is $20 million. And one team source shared with her, we haven't made any progress over a few days. That doesn't sound promising for Chris Jones. Mm. And at this point, I mean, could Chris Jones even play? Could he show up on, on Thursday and play? It seems like with no practice and and nothing like like. I can't imagine he'd be out there even if he'd signed a contract tomorrow. I agree.
0: And even if he is, I mean, they put him out there and he maybe he's only in in pass rush situations, something that's yeah. just very simple.
2: And he's actually unusual playing 65% of his snaps as a defensive tackle. Most don't play Right. That Most mm-hmm. because they get gas really quickly.
0: Yeah, I, I can't see him playing at all and if he does play he's not going to have any impact on this
1: game yeah i, I don't think so so that's a uh, obviously a, a, a couple things that are disappointing news if you're a kansas city Chiefs, would fan. you
0: take the lines right now because in my in, in my mind i'm just thinking great i got a discount on the chiefs now because i still think the chiefs
1: win this game i tend to fall on your side here normally i would say i i'd like the dog you know but i, I, I i'd don't. like the
2: dog plus seven
1: yeah. Uh,
0: just,
2: yes. You'd like the dog plus seven. <laughs> I'll pay the fine. I'll pay the fine. Yeah. You said there's, what, four and a halfs now? There's four and a half at Westgate. I'd say five is the most convincing no number. No, thanks. No, oh, thanks. No, thanks. Man. Yeah. It's just hard for me. Like. I mean, that's but, saying the, the Chiefs are only two points better than the Lions. I can't get there.
1: I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And it, even without Travis Kelsey, I can't get there. Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And uh, who, whoever's out there with him, like we saw last year, oh, they're not going to be any good. They don't have Tyree Kill anymore. Uh, Travis or Patrick Mahomes goes yeah. win the Super Bowl. Like it, I'm that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that. I'm like that. I'll,
0: I'll, I'll watch film.
1: <laughs> so, no, I I do not Dang want Dan Campbell's
0: going to gonna be like, you know, they're going to defend me and stuff, but, like, you know, I, I'll, I'll watch film.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, can't, I can't fade Patrick Mahomes week one. I, I, and I'll, I also like that Patrick Mahomes played in the preseason and played, mm-hmm. like, quite a bit in the preseason for such a superstar player. Where's Jared Goff didn't? And Jared Goff not being on the field at all, uh, the Lions are kind of a timing based offense.
0: And yeah. we have the trend uh, is out there, and, and we're going to focus on this a lot more on the Dream Pod coming up uh, later on today. So tomorrow you'll get that Dream Preview episode for week one. But eight teams did not play their starting quarterback this preseason. Last year, 11 teams didn't. Those teams were three and eight in week one. And the Lions were one of those teams this year that did not play their quarterback in the preseason. And we also have analytics discussions, uh, research here, with quarterbacks that did not play in the preseason. And since this data goes back to 2016, it excludes the 2020 COVID year. But the, the quarterbacks' numbers, a significant decrease to what their regular season production is, both in EPA and in the team's. Points total. So if you look at the quarterbacks of the teams that the quarterback didn't play in the preseason since 2016, they averaged 19.5 points per game. They went under their team totals by an average of 5.2 points per game. I'd be looking at maybe a Lions team total under. In this game.
1: Why, why not look at a, a full game under? What's yeah. the what's the full game under at now, man? You get a
2: 53 out there, 52 and a half at the sharper books, which tells you something. It was 53 and a half before this Kelsey news. Mm. But, so we're seeing some downward momentum. Because think about it. like When you say Chiefs-Lions,
1: you're thinking, oh, that's two of the most powerful offenses in football. And there's reason to believe that neither one of those two offenses will be at full strength. The Lions, because they didn't play starters in the right. preseason. You just mentioned that trend. The Chiefs, because they – I mean, they're missing their best weapon. Presumably, they're going to be mm-hmm. missing their best weapon, unless you now think Kadarius Tony is just their best weapon. Uh, <laughs> but it, there's reason to believe that both these offenses are not what we expect them to be full season. So maybe an, a, a full game under is a good look here.
0: Elsewhere around the league, the 49ers could be playing week one without their best pass rusher in Nick Bosa. Mackenzie, what's the latest from 49ers camp?
2: The latest is no news, which is not good news. Um, Ian Rappaport says there is a significant gap that needs to be bridged. However, uh, Shanahan and others have said Wednesday, Wednesday's the day. If we get him back in practice on Wednesday, then I'd be happy, and we'd likely see him play on Sunday.
0: Well, the Steelers say that they're preparing. Mike Tomlin said, we're preparing for Bosa to play.
3: And he
0: banged the podium when he said it, too. <laughs> we're preparing for Bosa to play. Cause, you know, if you listen to a Mike Tomlin press conference, he hits the podium on, like, every everything he says. So, yeah, and Dave Chappelle hits the mic against his yeah. knee.
2: It's called a, it's called a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: called a thing. Uh, <laughs> David Lombardi, who covers uh, the, the 49ers for The Athletic, said the he's, his tweet said, The 49ers have two choices. Option one is meet Nick Bosa's asking price, but face cap hell in 2024 and the need to cut important players. Option two, meet Bosa's asking price, but do so at a hit that enables continued salary cap sustainability, so you don't have to blow up the team. And he says, option two is obvious, obviously preferred. There are two pathways to reach it. Pathway one, play negotiation hardball in hopes that Bosa relents and signs a team-friendly deal. Pathway two, Fork over massive signing guaranteed option bonus money, bigger than initially budgeted for, since such pay would be stretched out for salary cap purposes. One can describe this as essentially buying cap sustainability, which is what it would be. You'd basically pay more cash to, to sustain cap flexibility. The 49ers are trying really hard to go down pathway one and play hardball with Bosa. He doesn't seem to be budging. I, I feel like it's going to have to turn into option two, and the, the 49ers just have to go in their pocket and hand him a big
2: envelope full of cash. I hope so. I've been calling Jed York. He's not picking up my calls, but uh, I hope that's what they do. Cousin Kyle, do you, have you uh, sent, sent him he a – He said talk to Jed. And oh. I'm like, if you can't talk to him, it's be. <laughs> There's a big problem.
0: 49ers, so, what are they, two and a half right
1: now over the Steelers? Two and work? a half, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, does that – it feels short
2: to me. Steelers um, are
0: I, – I already have them in a the teaser.
2: That makes sense. Shout out to the hitman for this one. This one's pretty good. So the Steelers' offense was red hot at the end of last year. This preseason, five times they had their starters come out on the field, five touchdowns scored. Mm -hmm. So they, they have been trending in the right direction. Yeah, it's preseason though. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll take the 49ers. I I
1: I think I like the minus two and a half there. It's a. It's I like plus eight and a half. Super square, but uh, it, ro- I like plus eight and a half. Road, road favorite. That's probably where I'm going to be looking. Nope, they were
0: uh, one of my dance partners along with the Cleveland Browns. So a little NFC North teaser action. Okay. Steelers Browns plus mm-hmm. eight and a half on both. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. How's your social battery right now, AJ? I know sometimes I get drained, and it could be easy to ignore your social battery and just spread yourself too thin, You know, especially when it comes to social gatherings and maybe just things you're not in the mood
1: for. Well, do you know the right amount of socializing you need to do to keep yourself balanced? Therapy can give you that self-awareness, and you can build basically your routine That reflects what you need personally. Everybody's different in this way. That was a big driver for me when I was in therapy. I got a lot out of it, and it's so easy here. Give BetterHelp a try if you've said, I don't want to go out of my way to do this. It's all online, it's as convenient as can be, and it's suited to you. It's
0: simple just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch at any time. I've been drinking AG-1 because for AG-1, quality isn't just a buzzword. AG-1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality, and I love that every scoop has prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes for my gut support, B vitamins for energy. It's got the magnesium and ashwagandha for stress support, also testosterone support. Vitamin C and zinc to support my immune system. I don't get sick anymore.
1: Well, you're welcome for introducing you to AG1. Yeah, but I mean, this stuff is incredible. And so many people have asked me, are you just reading commercials? No, man. AG1 is actually legit. And there's a reason why I drink it every single day. It just makes taking care of my health so much easier in general. So if you want to replace your
0: multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com SOV. That's drinkag1.com SOV. Check it out. The new AP Top 25 has come out for college football and some interesting movers and shakers. Clemson, after the loss to Duke, drops down from number 9 to 25 while Duke enters the rankings at number 21. Also entering the rankings, Colorado at number (laughs) 22. AJ, after one week of the college football season, The Associated Press is telling us that Colorado is a better team than Clemson. No, that's not what they're saying. The rankings don't mean who's better than who. But Colorado is ranked
1: higher than Clemson, Texas A&M, and Tulane. I'll be honest. I'm not as surprised that Colorado made it into the AP poll. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty surprised that they made it into the coaches poll. They, They came into the coaches poll at 25 uh this is still a team whose win total was three and a half (laughs) a week ago this team was supposed to win if things went well the Buffaloes were going to win four games not go to a bowl but hey four games is better than zero yep so it was good that's a positive year right that cashes the ticket now we're saying they are the 22nd best team in the country uh again I don't know what the reaction should have been from a point spread, like a power rating standpoint. I'm, I'm being very uh, skeptical. I'm being very cautious with my power rating. Some people are being wild with it. This feels like a wild overreaction. Uh, this, this tells you that a lot of people believe Colorado's two touchdowns better than they were a week ago. I don't think the point
0: overreaction is, is that crazy. Because I do think they should be favored in this game against Nebraska. We talked about this on the College Football Podcast. Go ahead and download that, R.J. Bell's Dream Preview. If you're not subscribed already or if you are subscribed already but you're not seeing the newest episode, just make sure you search R.J. Bell's Dream Preview on your favorite podcast app, Apple, Spotify, whatever, and get the latest college football episode because we broke down the Colorado-Nebraska game. So I don't think that the point overreaction is that crazy. Ranking them 22nd is and if they beat nebraska are they are they a top 20 team now because, probably okay and then, and then we keep going throughout their schedule like think and, about it and lot- duke is 21
1: duke just beat clemson number 9 yeah i, I mean and they're one spot ahead of colorado i know,
0: I know. and but, duke
1: dog stomped clemson but, but think about this
0: you you're at 22 it's like okay I'm going to put it this way, um, and to steal something from from Dave Portnoy and Barstool, when he does his pizza reviews, you, you never give out a 10. Why can you never get out, give out a 10? Because then you can't go any higher. What if you have something that's better? You can't yeah. go higher, right? If you put Colorado at 22 now, and then they beat Nebraska and then beat Colorado State, and they
1: start 3-0, are you,
0: are you going to put Colorado in the top 10? How high are you going to put this team?
1: I guess it depends on what happens with the rest of the football world. How high can you put them?
0: They should have, like, managed expectations. Okay, yes, they're definitely better than what we thought they were. And then maybe if they beat Nebraska, because the point spread's telling you that they're going to, then okay, now we'll crack them into the top 25. But guess what? They'll go 3-0, and they'll go from 22 to, like, 14. Yeah. Maybe even higher than that. Then they'll get stomped at Oregon. They'll get stomped by USC. And at three and two, they will be out of the top twenty-five. And then we will stop talking about Colorado. Yeah. They'll beat Arizona State, they'll beat Stanford, they'll lose at UCLA, they'll lose to Oregon State. They're gonna finish the year with one, two, three, four, five, maybe six wins. Seven wins tops. And guess what? They'll go bowling and it'll be a successful season for Dion. But to call them the twenty-second best team in the country right now after that win. That's an overreaction.
1: I'll tell you what else is surprising. Uh, the Pac-12, as we know, this is the last year of existence for the Pac-12. If you look at the AP Top 25, six of the top 25 are from the Pac-12 conference. Six of the top 25 are from the Southeastern conference. Well, I the thought, same amount
0: of teams. I thought I had the tweet that won week one of the college football season. What was that? Uh, a tweet was sent out and said the Pac-12 is undefeated in week one of the college football season 13 and oh the pack 12 went in right, week right, one right. and then my response was and next year they go oh no
2: we will remain or, undefeated or
0: two and oh because, because there is no pac 12 yeah. next year <laughs>
1: uh by the way the big the big Ten four, four teams in the top 25 so who would have, who had the big 10 ahead of the or the pack 12 ahead of the big 10 at this point uh but i i don't think anybody had colorado uh in the top 25 after one week
0: when you're hot you're hot guys And right now, Jose Altuve is en fuego. Nice. Altuve homered three times last night against the Rangers. In fact, he homered in the first three innings, becoming the fourth player in baseball history to hit three homers in the first three innings of a game, joining Manny Machado, Mike Cameron, and Carl Reynolds in 1930. Cameron did it in 02 and Machado in 2016. But it didn't It wasn't just about last night. Because if you go back to Monday, Altuve homered in four straight innings and five home runs in six plate appearances. He's the first player since at least the expansion era began in 1961 to homer in four consecutive innings. He's the fourth player to hit five home runs in six plate appearances, joining Manny Ramirez in 98, Sean Green in 2002 and Josh Hamilton in 2012. Oh, by the way, the Astros with another huge win over the Rangers, 14-1
1: last night. Now in first place. Uh oh. Mm. That's <laughs> like, I'd start to worry if I'm the Texas Rangers uh, because you know losing the series head to head, the Mariners, the, the Rangers were lucky. The Mariners took a loss yesterday as well, but. Uh, this thing could get away from them, And the Rangers, who were on top of the world, Mm -hmm. on top of this division for most of the year, playing bad baseball at the worst possible time. Yep,
0: when the Astros getting hot. And I guess this is what we were waiting for, right? We were all waiting for the Astros to, to heat up. Speaking of home runs, Giancarlo Stanton homered last night, and it was his 400th career home run. And he became the fourth fastest player to reach 400 career home runs, trailing only Mark McGuire, Babe Ruth, and Alex Rodriguez.
1: I wonder like I wonder how much older in years he was than those guys because it's amazing that he's hit four hundred home runs and he's almost always hurt. It's like well, that's but that, that's why he's the fastest. That's he's incredible.
0: Only, he's only played one thousand five hundred and twenty games. <laughs>
1: and he's what, thirty-three? Yeah. Yeah, man, this guy is uh, – he's maximizing plate appearances. I'll give him that.
0: A-Rod did it in 1,489 games. Babe Ruth, 1,475. Mark McGuire, 1,412. And, yeah, it's like you think about A-Rod coming into the league as a, as baby. a kid. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty wild.
0: <laughs> that's wild. Um, and, listen, he's, he's always been one of the premier power hitters in all of Major League Baseball, but the guy just – he – Can't stay healthy and he can't play the field because he can't can't stay stay healthy. healthy, Right. So his value has significantly dropped off, but still. It was nice of Derek Jeter to send them to the Yankees when he was uh, owning the Marlins. That was a, a real was a nice friendly, move. real nice thing for him to do. Let's take a look at the schedule for today in Major League Baseball. The Brewers are at the Pirates. A couple of day games here. This is one of them. Freddie Peralta gets a start for the Brewers and for the Pirates. It's Colin Selby on the mound. The Brewers are minus 190. The Twins are at the Guardians. Joe Ryan going for Minnesota. They're minus 130. Gavin Williams will get the start for Cleveland. Giants are at the Cubs. Alex Wood scheduled to go for the Giants. And it looks like Jordan Wicks is the scheduled pitcher for the Cubs. No line on that one just yet. Blue Jays are at the A's. Hunjin Ryu going for Toronto. JP Sears scheduled to go for the A's. Toronto minus 178. Rockies at the Diamondbacks. Chris Flexen for Colorado. Zach Davies for Arizona. D-backs are minus 220. Phillies are at the Padres with Zach Wheeler on the mound. They're minus 120 favorites. Michael Waka will go for the Padres. Your boy Waka, AJ, is a dog here against Philadelphia are you on the Padres, who won 8 nothing last night? Give me that price. Well, they're minus 105 on the comeback. I'll play. So it's a pretty close
1: line. I'll play at minus 105. Yeah, okay. I'm in on
0: that. All right. Moving on, the Red Sox at the Rays. Nick Pavetta goes for Boston. Tyler Glass now for Tampa. The Rays are minus 165. Dodgers are at the Marlins. Lance Lynn going for the Dodgers. And for the Marlins, it's JT Chargois. I
1: think that's how you pronounce it. That sounds good to me. Yeah.
0: LA's minus 160. Mariners are at the Reds. Logan Gilbert for Seattle. And Lyon Richardson. Lyon? Lion? L-Y-O-N. Leon? I don't know. If that's he, a cool he, name. If he was a French soccer team, he'd be Leon. Yeah, I like uh, that Let's just call him Leon. Right, McKenzie? Let's just call him Lyon. I think it's Leon. Yeah. <sighs> Seattle's oh, minus 165. Tigers are at the Yankees. It's Matt Manning Day. Uh, and your boy, Clark Schmidt going for the Yankees, Yankees minus 170. Mets are at the Nationals, Jose Buto. For the Mets.
1: I think that's a bad
0: word in Spanish. <laughs> no, 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 Buto with a B. Oh, okay. B. <laughs> Jose Buto. You had me worried. For the Mets, Joanna Don for the Nationals. Mets are minus 130. Cardinals at the Braves, Dakota Hudson for the Cardinals and Spencer Strider for the Braves, Atlanta minus 292. Total of nine. Braves losing 10-6 last night. They've now dropped two straight games. Uh Uh-oh. It's a a disaster. I think we have to play the Braves in this one. White Sox are at the Royals. Tiki Toussaint. Far on the mound. We have a Leon and a Toussaint and a Chargois. Uh, (laughs) White Sox are at the Royals. Jordan Lyles going for Kansas City. Royals are minus 120 as they look for the sweep. They won the first two games of this series. Usually, it will be a system to play against the Royals here after two straight wins, but not against the White Sox. Astros and Rangers do it all again, and it's a pair of Mets. Justin Verlander against Max Scherzer. Texas minus 120, total of eight and a half. Any interest in the total in this game? Nope, pass. McKenzie? Pass. I'll go under. Yeah, Orioles right. are at That's the Angels. That's been hot, bro. Uh, we got Kyle Gibson on the mound for the Orioles. Patrick Sandoval for the Angels. Baltimore minus 130. Team USA bounces back from their loss with a big win at the FIBA World Cup, beating Italy 100 to 63. As, uh, forget about it. We took care of business, hey. McKenzie.
2: And you cashed a ticket on that. And it, I right?
0: cashed the ticket. I laid the 15 and a half, never a doubt.
2: And the best part was the team total under, which you also recommended for Italy. I feel like it's again and again we see this with the best basketball teams. When you get embarrassed, you play your best defense of your life the next day. We've seen it. Just bet the you know the Celtics the Nuggets when they lose, but the other teams team total under. It's worked like clockwork last couple. I days.
0: wanted to do the U.S. and the full game under, which, but it wouldn't let me. Wouldn't let me parlay them both. So kind of uh, I, I could have done two separate bets, but I was like, let me just lay the fifty. The crystal that.
2: ball game for Scott over here. Yeah, exactly what happened. One hundred to sixty-three. What I love about this game, Anthony Edwards had one field goal made, and when you have the best player on a team and they struggle. Oftentimes that game becomes about them struggling, whether they're going to get it back. It doesn't have to be. Mm. Just go to the next guy. Keep it moving. That's why I uh, respect Steph Curry so much. He'll go one for ten. Watching the game, you won't even notice because he doesn't play any differently. That's how you do the best basketball. That's well, I think they're going to win. they now minus 180 to take it all the way home.
1: Yeah, Anthony Edwards with three points. Mikael Bridges put up 24 with seven boards. So I was saying who would be the second guy to step up, assuming I, I didn't assume that Anthony Edwards would have three. Right. But uh hell of a game for Mikael Bridges. So uh, this is a – again, if, you, if you're getting three points from your best player mm-hmm. and you're still blowing out your opposition, things are looking good – I I think maybe you were right yesterday, McKenzie. I think this was a bit of a wake-up call. I, I think that they this was clearly a much more serious effort yeah. than they gave against Lithuania.
0: Yeah, so right now the United States, um, we have nothing uh, right now in their next game. They will play the winner of Germany-Latvia. The other semifinal will be Serbia, who defeated Lithuania. They take on the winner of Canada and Slovenia, and that's... A high-profile game here today, McKenzie. Canada, eight-point favorites over Slovenia.
2: Yeah, and they've taken money. This opened up at six and a half. I can't quite explain it. I feel like there might be a little more money in Canada and America that falls on the on the maple leaves over here. Slovenia is just as good as they were a couple days ago. If anything, I'd take the plus eight and a half.
0: Take the plus eight and a half on Slovenia? Yes. Okay. And any interest in anybody besides the United States to win this tournament?
2: No, I'm not going to give back any of my winnings. Okay. Take USA to the bank. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: All right. I like it. I- I'm with it as well. And speaking of the United States, well, we got U.S. fever because uh, U.S. Open tennis going on in Queens right now, and there was an all-American matchup in the quarterfinal that, of course, results in an American winning. Uh, but it is the underdog. Unranked Ben Shelton upset Francis Tiafo, and he advances to the semifinal, and uh, American um, – uh, the, the other American, Taylor Fritz, that was in lost. He got crushed by Novak Djokovic. So, one American left on the men's side. Ben Shelton will take on Novak Djokovic next in the semifinals. That would be a massive upset. I will give AJ, I'll give you one chance to guess the odds on American Ben Shelton against Novak Djokovic. Plus 1,200. McKenzie?
2: 14 to
0: 1. Novak Djokovic minus 1,400. Shelton on the comeback, plus 850.
2: Oh,
1: let's split the difference. All right, okay. all right, all
0: right. Now, on the women's side, we have the potential to have an All-American final. Let's go, as it should be. It's Now, we're not it's there our yet. Open. We're not there yet. But we have a chance because on the women's side, we have Coco Gauff, who has already won. She's in the uh, quarterfinals. Uh, and she oh, she's in the semifinals, right? Excuse me. She'll take on Karolina Mukova, and Coco Goff is a minus two fifteen favorite. So she's favored to go to the finals. And on the other side of it, we could have an American opponent for Coco Goff if, if Madison Keys can get by Marqueta Vandrusova. Drusova. And then that, sounds like the favorite to me. But that's the quarterfinal matchup. So not Uh, only does Madison Keys have to win that one, but she also then would have to win her uh, next matchup. Madison Keys is a minus-130 favorite. And then uh, she would get the winner of Zheng and Sabalenka. Okay. And then we'll find out if Corey Goff can win her semifinal matchup. Coco Goff. Well, her name is Corey. Coco's nickname. Oh, I and know. then uh, get get into the championship and have an All-American final at the U.S. Open. It's our national championship. It's the U.S. Open. We The Americans should win. Andy Roddick should have won way more than one.
2: So Andy Roddick won once in mm-hmm. 2003. There was the last American man to win it. Can yes. you name the last American woman? Serena Williams. No, Madison Keys. Sloane Stevens, oh, 2017. Wow. Damn. I wouldn't guess that either. I would, have guessed, I would have just kept guessing Serena Williams. <laughs> no, no. Serena. Yeah. Was no. it Venus that year? No? God damn it. <laughs> um, But,
0: I mean, did, does Madison Keys ever win a U.S. Open?
2: She wins this one. I'll tell you right now. Well, yeah. <laughs> Over Guess. Coco? I don't know. She's been in the finals before. Over Corey? I don't know. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens with the uh, U.S. Open. But, yes, this is our tournament.
1: And we want it. I got a feeling it's Novak Djokovic's
0: tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Every tournament's Novak Djokovic's tournament. The only thing that prevents him from winning is a vaccine. Uh, <laughs> head on over to pregame.com and take advantage of the discounts that we have available for you on the website, including Daily Best Bets, where we are going to give you one for free. Wait, wait, what? Huh? Yeah, that's right. Free a free best bet at pregame.com. If you go to Pregame.com right now, first off, if you're not a Pregame.com member, you you can't get this free bet. So just go to Pregame.com and sign up for free to be a a member of Pregame.com. And here's the greatest part about that. All new members get free $25 just for signing up. So right there, you get a free best bet. But no, 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 no. If you're already a Pregame.com member. What do I get then? Use the promo code JETS25. Hard Knocks just ended last night. Week one is in front of us. The Jets have all the hype. Aaron Rodgers tells UFO stories. Jets 25.
1: I also use these promo codes. I, I create the promo codes. Mm-hmm. I use Jets 25 and the other promo code we'll use later. It's friendly rivalry.
0: Yeah, I, I know what you're setting up. Okay.
1: Jets 25.
0: If you use that promo code at pregame.com, you will get $25 off anything on the website. So that's basically you any can best get, bet. You can get a best bet or maybe it's like, a full card of a Saturday college football, maybe a couple of two-star plays that people give out. Last week, I gave out my entire card, five plays, mm-hmm. for college football, twenty-five dollars.
1: My entire UFC card. You could have got dollars. You could have got all five plays, and you turned the profit with the with that five play card. Plus four and a half units for my UFC package last weekend. And you could have got that. There we go. You could have got that for, for free. free, yeah, by using this promo code. Yeah. Well, that promo code didn't exist last week. You can get this week's
0: the yeah. same way. Jets 25. That gets you $25 to spend at Pregame.com. We are also still accepting entries into our free-to-enter contests. You're running out of time, though. If you go to Pregame.com, click on Contests, enter the Like Super Contest 23. It is free and a chance to win $1,500 cash or entry into next year's Westgate Super Contest. We entered a contest last night.
1: We did. We, we drove down to the uh, the Golden Nugget. Mm-hmm. Uh, the deadline was last night at 10 o'clock. We got there at 9.30. Got there at 9.30. <laughs> they said, oh, you're going to be our last entry. Yes. Uh, 150 contestants. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a $1,000 entry, seven games a week between college and NFL. I'm guessing we'll do mostly college. But that's we'll sprinkle appealed, in some good and, NFL. and that's
0: what appealed to us is having the – The ability, because there's no college football contests. It was the ability to do college games more so than the NFL.
1: The truth is, last year we did a contest that was the same entry fee for Will Hill. And that contest has gone away now. It doesn't exist. They had a massive overlay last year because people weren't signing up. And I now I see why they were. It was like you've got to pick eight games every week, but it was eight games from their curated list of games. Here's the <laughs> list of fifteen games. Choose eight of these, and it's like what? Like if you're gonna make me pick eight games, give me the full College Board. Yes. Uh, I, I think they really mishandled that. So this we get the full College Board, the full NFL board. Pick seven games, but mm-hmm. from between the both. Uh, I'm excited to play this. And it's exciting.
0: Top 20 positions get paid. So out of 150 entries, top 20 get paid. And we'll see uh, We'll see what we do this year. Let's do it. We're excited about it. You hey. guys are going to tweet it out, right? Absolutely. Of course. There Head to go. pregame.com. Take advantage of our discounts Jets 25. J E T S 25. Gets you 25% or $25, excuse me. $25. It's the free best bet at pregame.com. For Mackenzie Rivers and AJ Hoffman, I'm Scott Seidenberg. We are straight out of Acres. AM.